the most famous man on the planet is here. <laughs> Okay, everybody. Okay, everybody. We're, We're back. Here. Feels like forever. Yeah, what's happened like, in the past week? So much has happened. Yeah, for sure. Too much. Um, I've I've recovered from my Rockets hangover, and uh, I'm here to bring <laughs> you some some NBA analysis of some sort. Yeah, we're not. We're done with them. Yeah. Just like everybody else in America, we are. <laughs> Shut your. <laughs> we're done with the Rockets. <laughs> No more. All right. Well, uh, welcome, everybody. We're here, as always, with uh, Dr. Man and the daddy of Craw. Hello. And, uh, yeah, man, we uh, a lot has happened. Um, the Clippers blew it. Of course. You called it you a little bit. I did. You did. It. You called it. And, and Boom roasted a little segment we did about Rocket Slander last week. Not we. I'm going to say Dylan did <laughs> about Rocket Slander last week. He said that Doc Rivers is about to blow a 3-1 lead. Yep, and he called it. Yeah, he did. True. Uh, Yeah, Boston, Toronto. We're on game about to be on game four, three. Uh, Boston is not playing Toronto. Boston. (laughs) uh, Words are hard. Miami. Uh, What's up? My name is Jared, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Boston, Boston, Miami. Miami. Sorry, Boston, Miami. Red and white. It's Miami. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Eastern Conference. We don't care anyway. Um, Who are those? Yeah, we're. uh, They're on game four. They've also. This is weird. They took two days off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get I that. I guess to but catch up. Yeah, yeah, I think it was to catch up. Yeah, that anyway, makes sense. Not fair. No fair. Uh, yeah, but Miami and uh, Boston, they're on game four. Uh, I mean, the Western Conference Finals are two games in. Yeah, it's been so much has happened. Oh, so good. my God. Yeah. Um, all right. As usual, lately, I'm going to let Dr. Man drive the bus. So uh, what do you want to do first? Uh, let's just... Let's just address the elephant in the room and Clippers? let's just throw out a little bit of clipper slander. Yeah. You know, just like we did rocket slander. I'm I'm yes. very here for it. So I know Dylan has a plethora of content oh, man. about Clipper so Slander. So much. Just we keep receipts here on Waltz to the Death. I don't Always. know if you guys knew that. So I'm gonna let Dylan like an just, old lady buying a blouse. Uh, <laughs> we keep our receipts. That's right. Yeah. And I'm here just like that blouse to let Dylan open us up and All right. begin. Hey, buckle in everybody. This. All right. Which here we team go. in LA um, would you think, Draymond, based on your experience, is the better is the better bunch. I have a hard time picking against the Clippers. Who do you think is going to win the West this year? This is Kevin Durant. Clippers. Clippers over the Lakers. Yeah. Clippers or Lakers? Clippers. That's Jamal Carter. Why? I think their pieces fit together a little bit better. Clippers, on the other hand, have a team that completely bought in last year with no superstars. Wait, hold on. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Yeah. That's Matt Barnes. That's Matt I Barnes. I don't, I don't trust anything Matt Barnes says. Because <laughs> that man, that man is the man that's like leading the purge. If this ever happens, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Matt. Great. Matt, he is like civilized up. Yeah, Matt Barnes. I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, Matt Barnes drove three hours to fight Derek Fisher, and at no point during that three-hour drive did he decide, "Hey." Maybe I shouldn't fight this guy. Also, why was he driving three hours to do that? Because Derek Fisher fucked his girlfriend. Exactly. Um, yeah. So which uh, I get. I mean, okay. Sorry for the tangent. Continue. No, that's good. That's Continue good. the right. Clippers. That was Matt, Matt Barnes. The superstars, the game that go both ways. Obviously, Paul George's shoulder is going to be a big concern, but I think it's the Clippers <laughs> championship to lose this year. The Clippers not only have the best defensive versatility in the league. Yes, the Lakers have a height advantage, but the three-point shooting of the Clippers with Lou Will and Trez on the floor. 
The Clippers are the best team in basketball. The Clippers, because of their depth, because of their this versatility, especially between guys that are 6'2 to 6'9, they got the most of them in the NBA that can really play. So I'm going with the Clippers. The Clippers are loaded. And this is going to be like an advanced, organized version of rec ball. They're disruptive defensively. They're the best team in the league at defending isolation plays. That's why the Clippers are my choice to make it to the NBA Finals out of the West. I believe in my friend Doc Rivers. I believe he will figure out who that person is, even nope. if they have to make a move. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Clippers. That, that team defensively so, is gonna be great. Great, <laughs> I mean. Very great. All time. Historic, yeah. right? So I'm going with the Clippers. Oh, yeah. And what you said about the Clippers, who's gonna organize them on the oh, road. Oh man, T-Mac. I have reservations yes, about LeBron being a closer in his 17th Bruh. year. At 35. That's why I, don't, I, I, I can't here. go with the Lakers. When you look at the Clippers, top to bottom, coaching, starter, perimeter, superstars, their depth. I mean, this is where the Lakers fall off. If you remember on Christmas, they had a lead of 12, 13 points, and we thought the Lakers would run away. But then here come the Clippers, the bench. They just wear you down over the course of 48 on, minutes. And uh, I just see in no scenario the Lakers beating them in the series. I have to say, I, I'm gonna. I'm here to make a public apology to Matt Barnes because he said it best that Paul George's shoulders couldn't handle this series. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it was too much. The weight on them was too much. Um, yeah. <laughs> what a. Uh... What is wrong with people? Oh, I don't man. understand. Like, I don't understand how people can bet against LeBron. The three of us in this room from day one have been like, what? Yeah. I don't understand. I, mean, I understood like the Clippers would be a challenge, but I didn't think that they would make it because solely because Kawhi is good, Paul George is inconsistent as hell, and then everyone else is kind of like just role players. Yeah. But LeBron is LeBron James. You can't go against the man who's been to eight straight but, finals. But let's. I agree with you 100. percent Everything you said. But let's just let's take everybody else. Let's like let's just like look at the Clippers in a vacuum, right? Uh, Everybody Which is was what we did in the bubble. Slurping on them. It's like so hard. But let's go down the thing. Oh, I hate that verb so much. They slurp. <laughs> I'm sorry. They people <laughs> slurp. All right. Doc Rivers notoriously blows leads, right? This is the the he's like blown more seven game series than yeah. anybody when he's well, up. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say it's but all let's look on back. Doc Rivers, but yeah. No, no, no. I know. But let's okay. Doc Rivers has one ring. Who was on his team when he won a ring? Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Ray Paul Allen. Pierce, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo. We were all in their prime. Is that Kendrick Perkins? I mean, like, if he big, doesn't win that ring, you Davis said it last league? week, right? What did you say he was if he doesn't win that ring? You're you're pulling receipts that I don't. He's remember. Stan Van Gundy. Oh no, no, yeah, no. I said Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy. Sorry, yeah, he's yeah, Jeff he Van is. Gundy. I think like, so. I mean, that's what he is, dude. Like, he's so yeah. overrated, overhyped. Kawhi Leonard. I'm. This is my. This is like I. I don't understand the mystique around him. He won Finals MVP on the Spurs in 2014 yeah. with yeah. Tim Duncan and Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili and Danny Green and Dan well yeah but I'm saying like and with the best co basketball coach who currently coaches basketball in yeah. my opinion in Popovich so like let's not pretend like he carried that team 
Like well, he's not the best player on that team. All Finals MVP are not created equal. And you know who else has a Finals MVP? Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala. Shout like they're not Joe. all created equal. That's true. And the other time he won Finals MVP was last year when LeBron got hurt at Christmas. Not that the Lakers would have made a run in the playoffs because they weren't constructed very well. Yeah. Uh, with Warriors, basically everybody broke their ass. Like just <laughs> like they all fell apart. Yeah. Everybody broke well, their ass. Houston almost beat them too. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I mean they. Oh, wait, he, no, also, he's ago. one lucky shot away from not being in the finals last year, True. right? I mean, give me that's the luckiest, not well, lucky. I mean, it's a good shot, but it went in. He could have, they could have won the overtime, but yes, sure. But I'm just saying that's that's a 50 50 shot, right? Yeah, it goes in, it goes, in, you win, you lose. Yeah, um, and but he goes to the finals, he plays a depleted Warriors team that has no shot. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if LeBron would have got a shot at the, those Warriors any of those other years? Oh, that's a LeBron win. Right? So those are the two finals MVPs that Kawhi has. Mm-hmm. And s- somehow he's become the best player in basketball. Oh, yeah. I don't buy it, dude. I don't fucking buy it. I didn't buy it from day one. That's what Max I don't Kellerman see was it. saying all the time. I was like, no, he's not the best He's not. Player. And he plays every other night for one, the load management thing. Yeah. It's ridiculous, dude. His number, they're like, well, no, he doesn't care about numbers. He doesn't care about, you know, he's just here to win. Okay, well, you had your shot to win, and you, you load managed it. all fucking season for the playoffs, and now what did it get you? And then talking about Paul Second George, who again, this is this is like a team comprised of dudes who've never fucking done anything, and acted like yeah. all year like they were the favorites and they were like all this swagger. Paul George has never done anything but get embarrassed by Dame Lillard. He had uh, one uh, good uh, series uh. against LeBron when he was on the Pacers, and made yeah. a Gatorade commercial out of it. But playoff still lost. P. Sure, exactly, yeah. He, uh, he Never did, done anything. He did successfully break the shit out of his leg. Uh, of that's course. That's true. <laughs> that was yeah. gnarly, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then, you know, you got Trez and Pat and these guys who just, like, bark like dogs, and they're, you know, yada, yada. They're, like, they, you know, they're built different. But, dude, these guys were just pretenders from day one. Never yeah. done anything, never won anything other than Kawhi. And uh, they were a great regular season team. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I'd say the Bucks were great. My, you know, it's funny. Like my wife was like, I was explaining to her how hilarious it was that they lost, that they melted down against the Nuggets. That, and I was like, I've never seen people more united. <laughs> like literally, like, and I'm a Lakers fan. Like people yeah. hate the Lakers, but like people were, everybody was like, like Houston was like, no, people forgot about that. They're like, no, what, no, who cares? That they're, they're fine. What was the uh, Clippers Reddit? Oh yeah. So if you guys don't know about this, so LA Clippers is the like r slash la clippers is the subreddit for the los angeles clippers and after blowing this series lead they changed their subreddit title or heading to just be talking about clipper ships as in like ships with very big sails and they <laughs> just had all of their fans they locked the sub to where people who were not already joined could not post and they just posted pictures of ships with big sails sailboats yeah, just sailboats for about two days straight just to clear off all of the just slander and just filth <laughs> that people from other NBA teams were posting on their subreddit. It was it was pretty enjoyable to watch personally. And I yeah, and I tried to explain like to my wife, like she's like, Why does everybody hate why does everybody hate them? Because she's very and I, I don't even call her a casual fan. She's a it's forced upon her by living in our house. Yeah. Like, it's fair. She's trying to like understand why does everybody hate them? And I it's just I was trying to explain, like from day one, they've been like crowned basically by everybody in the media yeah. they were well, done anything. even in the bucks too everyone was on the bucks bandwagon too 
Yeah, and, uh, but LA, and they put up all these billboards, LA our way, streetlights over spotlights, blah, blah, blah. Kawhi does a commercial, Kawhi town. This is his, this is Kawhi, this is his town. He's got a crown on his keychain. It's like, you brought this on yourself, man. I do, however, like his Honey commercial where he has a, the laptop and it shrinks when it goes into his hands. That's funny. <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm all here for jokes about Kawhi's giant hands. But like pretending, like challenging LeBron and saying, That's this just is a my town, idea. blah, blah, blah. Like, just be, just do your thing, man. Just be you. Like, say you're Kawhi and you're a robot and, you know, you don't have enough RAM to have emotions or whatever. But challenging it and like the, the real irony of this is that the drama filled prima donna doesn't want to work hard, wants everything given to them team that everybody assumed the Lakers would be turned out to be the Clippers. Yeah. Like, we've never done anything, prima donnas, and it turns out the Lakers just keep their head down, work hard. Not really any drama to speak of, honestly, other than like LeBron and not being getting enough votes for MVP, which we'll talk about later. But yeah, I feel like that the Clippers are like the rich popular guy in every high school movie that continually wins and wins and wins and wins and then in the end gets foiled by the the other guy you know the the best friend and mm-hmm. steals the girl at the end i feel like the clippers are are that guy you know of every high school movie that you can think of yeah and yeah i, I just i have in my notes fuck the clippers all my homies hate the clippers because <laughs> the the internet is completely united i totally. mean <clears throat> rocket subreddit when the clippers lost was ecstatic and we had just gotten our the break speed off of us by the la lakers yep and rocket subreddit was blowing up um yeah man i just don't i don't really get it like i mean Kawhi, he kind of shit the bed at times in the fourth which was really unfortunate he still played well in this in this past series with the nuggets i mean he averaged 24 9 and 6 with 2.3 steals and a block like that's that's nasty that's really nasty and I mean, even PG, as much as I hate to say it, like 21-5-3 with two steals. Um, he played well in this series, just not good enough. But, I mean, there are role players the time, around them. The time, the timing of them, like their plays, was the problem. Exactly, right? yeah. yeah. Their timing was really poor. Um, that backboard shot was wonderful. Yeah, guys like Lou Williams averaging only he, 10 points when he normally averages, you know, 17-18. I don't know what's in the wings at Magic City, but he has not <laughs> been the same. Yeah, since. for sure. Living for sure. Definitely. Yeah, he definitely got too much mojo out of the, at the club. Um, <laughs> but, you know, guys like Trez only averaging like 10 and 5, you know, that's just not going to do it for them. And I don't know what it was about this clip, this Nuggets series. I don't know if it was just matchups or what it was. And I mean, all credit to the Clippers. Like they had two stars that were playing excellent. I mean, averaging 20, 25 a game. MPJ playing well in the first two rounds. He yeah. averaged 11, 7, and 1. You know, Paul Millsap, Monte Morris, Jamie Grant. All those guys were playing really great. You got good minutes from Miles Plumley. Like the Nuggets looked really good in this series. So all credit to them for winning it. You know, yeah. coming back from 3 1. Being scrappy, I mean, I know that they're they're not looking great in the Lakers series that we'll talk about later, but I mean, the Nuggets really they they had to put their head down and grind for this series. Oh yeah, but also Especially the Clippers being down three one. Yeah, but also the Clippers definitely should not have lost this series, and they did. Oh so yeah, so they deserve all the shame. And yeah, so that's a really good pivot because we talked about sort of the extemporaneous reasons why people hate the Clippers just in terms of their bullshit. Yeah. And also we didn't talk about like clowning people on the bench. I mean, going back to the Portland bubble game where they were laughing at Dame when he missed free throws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, making fun of Michael Kidd Gilchrist every time he shot. But so let's just get into basketball reasons. So this was beginning of uh, this before the season. And this was what people were talking about in terms of just basketball reasons why the Clippers will be good. I think the Clippers are a better team. 
Well, they are. And, and start with the fact defensively, who's going to who, who's going to score against the Los Angeles Clippers? I know. I mean, man. it's it's incredible. And the Lakers are going to be a work though. in progress. That's just the well, that's truth. Jackie Max. Kawhi so Leonard is so much easier Sorry. to plug in Sorry. to any lineup. Then Anthony Davis. You have to learn to work around Anthony Davis, who, by the way, has to, so at the same Kawhi time, learn to work to around a guy named LeBron James. That's Davis. a lot more complicated mm. than taking Kawhi oh. Leonard, whose skill set has just proven to be, you just plug him in almost anywhere, and he's going to be fine. He just he just blends right These into what they're doing. And I would say the like, same thing about Paul George. Whenever you add this, a big, especially in today's NBA, and that is still what Anthony Davis is, as a big, you have to learn to play with him. I just don't feel the same way about Kawhi and the Clippers. I mean, I think the defensive flip of that same thing you're talking about, yes, defensively, who's going to score on the Clippers? Defensively, who are the Lakers using to stop guys on the... I'll just stop it there. So who's going to score on the Clippers? I have your answer. Two bitch-ass white boys. That's who. <laughs> Luka Doncic and Nikola Jokic, which like... Eastern European this boys. Is what, from just a purely basketball standpoint, this is the other thing people have been high on the Clippers is the way their roster is constructed, how much talent they have. You know, they have all these 6'2 to 6'9 dudes that are long... You know, from PG to Kawhi to Jamichael Green to Trez to the uh, Marcus Morris, blah blah blah. But this thing, their roster is not constructed well. That's why they got the break speed off them in yeah. the game seven was because they have a bunch of one way dudes. They have Lou Williams and Trez Harrell who are good on offense and Jack shit on defense. Yeah, and they have Pat Beverly who's great on defense and fucking useless on offense. Wait, well. is he great on defense? Well, this is the, <laughs> this is, is his calling card, though, right? Yeah, he's known as a great running defender. around doing stuff. He thinks he's Marcus. He trick y'all, but yeah. he ain't. So this yeah. is the thing: like the whole the whole season when they've been touted as like their roster is constructed so well, is it though? Because I don't get the it. Like, if I it could... was, they'd be versatile. And they this is another like we talked about the Rockets unable to adjust and able to make changes on the fly. Yeah, they were unable to do that. They could no. They had no answer for a seven foot Russian dude who weighs 315 pounds USSR. But yeah, um, no, I think the only thing that you can kind of, uh, say like the hope for Clippers is chemistry wise. Like maybe they just need another year, but even then I'm still not convinced. I got you on that one again, dude. I'm not convinced. No, I know, but I'm saying the Los Angeles Lakers are in the same boat as them. Yeah, exactly. All new players. Also the nuggets, dude, the Nuggets started five power forwards in the bubble because they didn't have yeah. any healthy dudes, man. Like yeah, no everyone guards. has dealt with the same thing. Everyone mm-hmm. has dealt with personnel issues, chemistry. There's a lot of people that have new, you know, a lot of new players on their teams. Um, that doesn't work. And also, that's not what they've been saying from day one. They've been saying championship. Like we are we're the bust. favorites. Yeah. We're it. And then now all of a sudden that they got bounced, it's chemistry. Well, we didn't have a lot of time. Then why the fuck did you load manage? Yeah. If chemistry is an issue, why did you load manage? Why did you not ever play all your dudes? Like, I'm not here for that, man. I'm not here for any of the fucking excuses. They got run out the gym. They didn't add seven games to figure it out. They couldn't do it. There's no excuses, man. So yeah. yeah. I feel like similar to this too is like in the in the Rockets Lakers series, I mean, it came down to coaching and I mean, you know, Coach Seinfeld made Love great him. made great Love adjustments him. against the Rockets and the Rockets did not make great adjustments and that and kind of Daniel cost House us also thought was that was his dick rather than Yeah, and so that cost us the series, you know. But in in this series too, like you see uh you see the Doc Rivers is just not making adjustments based no. off what the Nuggets are giving him. I think him. part of that too is he's is, it seems like more of an arrogance like my guys will figure it out. Like, hey guys, play harder. It's like Okay, you actually have to do basketball harder. But but I think that that is a good like it evidences his 
Jeff Van Gundyness. Yeah. Because he is relying. I mean, same thing with his, his championship in Boston, you know, singular championship, uh, is that, you know, guys like KG and Paul Pierce and they Ray Allen, really they, they don't need to be coached. You know, well, especially at that, at that point in their careers, they did not. Exactly. And so, you know, for the, him, he was like, all right, you know what you do, you know who you are, go and be you and just do it harder, you know? And, I don't think that that's going to work on the Clippers with this current matchup and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, credit to Vogel for making those adjustments. And, you know, like I think that LeBron definitely is doesn't need to be coached either, you know? No, yeah. But also that... He's uh, one of the coaches. Yeah, but also that they were able to make adjustments on the fly and be able to be... To, I'm better than the Houston Rockets, and I'm, I'm, you know, here to say that as much as it hurts. But uh, <laughs> I just don't see that Doc Rivers is really doing that in this situation. So, um, yeah, all the Clipper slander, I'm here for it. Yeah, and I, you know, and again, like all how smart they were, how they pulled this off. But like now, you look at it, they emptied their entire clip for Paul George and draft pick. Yeah, they have no draft all the draft picks. picks. I mean, every draft pick. SGA, mm-hmm. you know, Shai Gilgis, who's been playing really well. Been there, and he, been there, emptying the clips <laughs> for the draft picks. Yeah. He, been there. Shy is part of the reason why they were so competitive in the Rocket series. Yeah, yeah. So now you look at it; they did all that. They got Kawhi and PG for one more year. That's it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they did not lock them up for long. So now do, you look at it like, is this the dumbest thing anyone's think, ever done? I think PG will stay because everyone's like, "Oh, he's a fraud." Who wants now? him? Yeah, I know. I mean, he'll pick up his player option, maybe. I yeah. Mean, but do you think Kawhi leaves? Do you think he goes to the, tries to go? That's to the, the thing. Who fucking knows? Dude, he's who, a robot. Who knows? He's a robot. He's a robot. Dude, yeah. He doesn't make good. He decisions. will leave you at any moment. He yeah. might decide tomorrow. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Do you think yeah. he goes back to San Antonio? I don't know what, bro. I, think, I am not I about you, to guess what that guy does. No, I have I get no that. idea. He could do go you, to Miami. I don't. You know. I guess, seriously. I don't know. Do you think that it's possible he goes to San Antonio? No. I I just think I think Pop's going to retire before he makes it back there. Okay. God, also, I hope Pop I retires. Everything I know from <laughs> Spurs fans, they want no part of that man. Yeah. They want – this is yeah, not a LeBron sure. back to Cleveland. True. This is like yeah. he can die. They will, mm-hmm. you know. They, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a SoCal guy, so you got to think he wants to stay, but I'll be honest. I don't, think the, other, the Kings. I don't think the other team in town wants him. Yeah. You know, I mean, they don't we need can't him, afford frankly. Him. Can't afford him anymore either. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's the other funny thing is like he drug his feet pretending like he was going to maybe sign with them. I don't think he ever was, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um. And the Lakers still scrambled and put together a better roster than the Clippers. And uh, you love to see it. And we're in the Western Conference Finals. Um, And again, just the last bit of slander I have is, you know, everyone's, you know, they were the hard work team, right? The blue collar team. Yeah. Hard working guys. They were not. They're owned by literally a $70 billion worth man. Yeah. Like he bought them for $2 billion. And what universe is that like the underdog? Yeah. the bus family has more money than God, but they are like LA homegrown people who have owned the That's team true. since the eighties yeah. yeah, and like built the team up to what it is. And you got Steve Ballmer who's worth $70 million who bought it from a racist. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, the basketball gods are always watching, man. Hey, That's but all. they're about to have the, fo- bring back the forum. So I'm not that sad about that. Good for them and get you them know. out of our building. They pay rent in our building. So yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for that. So, um, <laughs> wait, the Clippers are moving buildings. Yeah, they're, they're building a brand the, new stadium. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, they're okay. they're it's on the side of the forum, and so they're gonna they're gonna take over the side of the forum and then potentially build like the new one, uh, which is in Inglewood, I believe. Which uh, there's a whole yeah. other issue with that, which is people are talking about, which is they're basically gonna gentrify what's always been a, like a low income neighborhood. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. which is there's lots of other social implications to that that yeah. uh, we're not qualified to speak on. But absolutely, yeah, that's another tertiary reason why I fuck the Clippers. All my homies hate the Clippers. Yeah, um, I I kind of want to just jump straight into this Boston Miami series. Are you cool with that? I'm. I've, I said all the bullshit. I oh man, <laughs> yeah. So we got Clippers. Yeah. yeah, we got all our Clippers slander. Also, out, it so. feels like arguing with nobody because I've literally never met a Clippers fan. I just see them on the <laughs> internet. Crystal. So it's like. Yeah, but the Rockets thing is different because I know you and I, it's not, I like you a lot. I love you actually. Um, you know, no homo. <laughs> love you too, man. But uh, I know a hey, lot of Rockets I'm fans too. I'm a Rockets too. fan too. Yeah. Well, ipso facto. Um, <laughs> when LeBron <laughs> retires, I'm a Rockets <laughs> fan. Oh, shit. But I know a hand, I know a lot of Rockets people because we're very close by and, yeah. and, you know, so that was more fun like talking and like we've been so bad for so long, the Lakers and like our paths have never intersected till now and like we're just seeing you guys on the way down as we're on the way up. So that was kind of fun. But this Clippers thing, it's like screaming at a wall because I'm like, I don't know anybody. Who do I tell? Who do I text? <laughs> like to talk everybody to trash talk. everybody. I don't know anybody. And and everyone's united. So it's like we're all just like slandering the Clippers together. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they have two fans. It's Billy Crystal and some random dude who dresses up in Clippers gear. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. Clipper Daryl. Clipper Daryl. <laughs> That's his name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, we ha- we've covered the Western Conference Finals, you know, or we've started to cover the Western Conference Finals. You know, we got the East, the semifinals out of the way with all this Clippers loss that the internet and everyone else loved, and so now we're moving on to the Eastern. It Conference might unite Finals. the country. It we're might. So it divided. might actually. It might actually. It, it yeah, actually, for sure. Yeah. Um, There's yeah. hope. Um, we're we're a very not political podcast, but I it, this is a little bit of a pivot. But I did see a sign in someone's yard the other day that said. Any functioning adult 2020. And it, and it made me laugh really, really hard. So that's basically how united we are as an internet against the Clippers. So um, anybody but them. Anybody <laughs> but them. So uh, yeah, let's uh, pivot over to this Boston Miami series. Man, I love I got this one more series. thing, actually. Sorry. Oh, you I do? forgot I'm sorry. this. Sorry. Um, somebody did ask LeBron, uh, what, what's it like to blow a 3 1 lead? Man, how, how the hell can I, don't I answer? Know you, t- I don't you, t- you said you saw him? I don't know. I don't know. Ask Kawhi. <laughs> oh, like, so that you know, he doesn't know. He doesn't anyway, know. Sorry, move ask on. Kawhi um, or Draymond. But yeah, so uh, and this, Steph and Clay and all those dudes. Yeah, the Warriors right. got to be real happy about this because like three one no longer means them. That's true. No, it still means them. They blew the biggest one. That's true. That's um, what she said. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man, that was that was very on the nose. I like that. Um, all right, so this Boston Miami series, man, I guys, I'm so happy that I said that this would be a fun series back in the playoff preview because yeah. it is such a fun series. They're so even. They're it is, so yeah. even. It's so much fun. It's just, like a better uh what was it? Utah Denver matchup. Right? Okay. Yeah, very close. Yeah, yeah, it's very, a better it's because they're like the same team. Yeah. But with Miami having a little more uh structure and identity. Yeah, for sure. I just I love this matchup so much. Like I can't say the last time I enjoyed an Eastern Conference matchup in the playoffs. Um, all the LeBron ones. I mean, but but then again, like I just knew deep down that LeBron was more than likely going to hey, win them. It's still fun to watch him just annihilate. You know teams. what I mean? But but I mean that's my thing is like I'm just so invested in the West that I just I knew that LeBron would come out of the East, so it was just inevitable. Um, and I mean, like I can maybe compare this to that, like Philly Toronto series last year, you know? Yeah, that was fun. Um, that was, that was oh, a pretty yeah. fun series. That was probably like the first time I actually enjoyed an Eastern conference playoff series in the last, I don't know, like eight years. 
but this Boston Miami series is so fun. I mean, yeah. like looking into it, like Boston is shooting better right now, uh, which is weird because they're down. You also, um, you also have some drama with them losing game two and Marcus Smart cussing out everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll get on some Marcus Smart. You know, I love me some Marcus Smart. Uh, this will not stand, you know. This aggression will not stand, man. He's Marcus Smart in the locker. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so Boston's shooting better overall. They have a better effective field goal percentage. They have a higher turnover percentage, thirteen to ten. But I mean, it's just such a good series. Like Kimba's Miami's, actually showed up. Kimba is finally showing up. Miami's looking really nice. Jimmy Butler is. It's weird because he is not the highest scorer on their team. But he is playing like he means it. Like oh, defensively, he is the hardest playing player. He's, he's living in the passing lanes. He's playing that like hard nosed one on one defense. Also, that behind the back save, and then he got the bucket to dunk on that one play. Oh, yeah. That, here's my oof. question for you guys: Like, who's a good uh, who's a good kind of analog for him? Because like, yeah, he doesn't always lead them in scoring. Um, sometimes he doesn't even have to like take over offensively. But like he is always engaged, he's always locked in defensively. Like you said, he's always limiting passing lanes. And down the stretch, he might not make every bucket. He might miss a couple of clutch shots. But when they need a bucket, he's going to try to get it. And like defensively, he's always locked in. I'm like, who? He's just a really unique kind of presence oh, on yeah. his team. Man, you know who? Like, sort of. I mean, this is going back to the origins of the podcast. But he kind of reminds me of Horace Grant in that he is not going to be the highest scorer. Um, you know, he can't, I, I, th- I think that like, if it comes down to it, he is the, fr- he can be the first option. He's good enough to be the first option on some teams. Um, especially Miami. Cause you know, like really they're offensively they're they're They wane, they wax and they wane, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so he can be the first option. Uh, but he is like the energy and the life and like the soul of the Miami heat right now. And so I just, I feel that in Horace Grant, uh, when he was on the Bulls and even, you know, later on when he was on the Magic and stuff. Um, I feel like that Jimmy Butler is a Horace Grant type of just being able to somehow just even when he doesn't score or steal the ball enough or block enough shots or get enough rebounds or get enough assists, he can just will his team toward victory. And I don't understand like what kind of weird juju he's got going on inside of him, but he can kind of like will his team to victory. And that is the guy that reminds me of. Part uh, of me, Jimmy Butler the most. For me, I, for some reason, uh, Carl Malone. I see that. Because it mainly because in his, one of the more recent interviews where they're talking about the last dance and stuff like that, he's like, yeah, Michael Jordan was a bad man or bad motherfucker. I'm also a bad motherfucker too. Like, yeah. hey, I get, I got shit done. Yeah, Django Butler out Don't here is not. swear. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, Django Butler out here is not pulling any punches. Oh no! So you guys are both that's that's those are both pretty fair. I think Horace Grant he's way more important to his team than Horace Grant. Uh, Horace Grant was at the best, third best yeah. player on his team. Um, Carmelo, he's not as like, he's not skilled as Carmelo. Well, I mean, he is, but in a different yeah. sort of way. Yeah, but he but, was like he was like the guy, but he wasn't. I think there's a the clear points. one you guys are missing, and we've talked about it very recently, and it's oh. Kevin Garnett. Oh man, oh, he okay. doesn't always have to score the most on his team. He doesn't yeah. have to be the first option always. He can be if he needs to. If you need a bucket, you can say, yeah. "Hey, go get us a bucket." But he's happy to to you know, Goran Dragic is their leading scorer in the playoffs. You know, yeah. dragon. Um, but he's the heart and soul of that team. Defensively, he's the anchor on that team. 
Um, he is KG for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, man. I, I just, I love this Miami team a lot. You know, like I, I'm all in on Duncan Robinson being the most it's improved hard not player. To, man. This also, you know, he wrote Duncan Robinson. Oh yeah. This also proves that Spolstra is a legit coach. No, I think he, he's great. He is. Yeah. I mean, when he had LeBron, everyone was like, nah, you got LeBron. Blah, blah. Yeah. But this proves like, no, Pat Riley and Eric know what they're doing. Yeah. No, I think they're, they're building a great franchise down there in Miami. I think that, you know, even with, like, uh, like thinking about like Hassan Whiteside, like building him up to like what he was, you know, before he moved in the Portland trade, um, you know, to get Jimmy Butler. I, I, I think that they they know talent when they see it and they're able oh, yeah. to build good talent. Um, and I mean, like, I think that's evident in seeing homegrown guys like Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero and all these guys like that. Like they have six guys averaging double figure, figures and points. I think um, the scout that saw Duncan, they he saw him at some workout. And was like, Pat, you need to sign this dude. The next day he was signed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that they're 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 so good at finding those niche guys. I, I feel oh, like yeah. that the 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 and Rockets the Iguodala trade was great too. Yeah, I feel like the Rockets were very good at that for a long time. You know, finding these guys in like the G League and stuff and building them up. Clint Capella is a good example. Um, you Hartenstein. know, yeah, Hartenstein, Kyle Lowry, all these guys like that. Um, you know, early on, but Thick boys. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I just think that they're, I mean, six guys in double figures, like Crowder, Bam, and Jimmy are all averaging two steals. Their defense That's has been wild. Elite. You know, like, they're just all, they're out here and they're, I mean, they're hungry. They're trying to get to the championship. I like, I think it's going to be a very interesting matchup in the finals. And I mean, we can talk yeah. about that in a future episode, I think, once we kind of have some more solidified uh, idea of what the finals look like. But I think that. I, I'm kind of like I find myself rooting for this Miami team and not just because I think Duncan Robinson's the shit. Um, <laughs> I just find myself rooting for this Miami team and I don't know why. It's really interesting, so. man. They really are a mirror image of the Celtics in terms of you have a guy at the top, which is Kemba and Jimmy. Um, you know, you have emerging guys in Bam and Jason Tatum, and then you have lots of role players, some like Jay Crowder or, you know, a Gordon Hayward. Like there's just there's there but in the way the Heat have all bought in and all said, I don't have to be the guy. Yeah. Some nights it'll be you. Some nights it'll be you. Some nights it'll be you. Everyone does their part. Everyone knows exactly what their part is. Um, whereas the Celtics have the same situation, whereas, like but they struggle. can't fucking figure it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, are you the guy? Are you the guy? Am Wait. I the guy? Kim Walker? Well, I'm supposed to be the guy, but I can't. I'm I building bricks over here. In 50 minutes. You know, like Jason Tatum is clearly the most up and coming guy. Jalen Brown, you're very good. Oh, Gordon Hayward, you're back. You're making the most money. Well, are you, you know, it's just like, oh yeah. And then not to say they can't win the series. I'm just like, they're very, it's very interesting that they're so similar, but like Miami has really a strong culture and in their system and they've just, everyone's bought in. I think Stevens is probably the better, well, has a, it has the more prestige as coaching wise goes more so than Spoltra. Uh, I don't think I'm making think I, some faces at you right now. Yeah, he's got, no, I don't, he's I don't got two it. rings. I don't yeah, care if you have LeBron got, or not. No, no, no. He's got two rings. Granted, man. yes, but he hasn't been in the conference finals for the past Four out of five years, like Brad has. That's the only reason I'm saying that. Um, I think there's kind of a lean, a tilt towards that way because people kind of forgot about Miami, especially this year. That's why. Yeah, I, they weren't even. People were saying they won't make the playoffs. Said, Jimmy yeah. Butler made like a, it was like a financial and like a lifestyle decision. Like yeah, he wanted that, to hang out in Miami, and make money. Eric should win the coach of the year, and Bam Biombo, hmm. out of bio, Bam uh, Biombo uh, should win most improved. Yeah. Um, I'm Jared. Could you read number 23 for the class? <laughs> no, I cannot. What up? I'm Jared. I'm 19 and I never fucking learned how to read. Yeah. I, yep. I, 
I, I agree with you about this Boston team. Uh, but also like they have four guys averaging 20 points per game in the playoffs. It, that like that's pretty it's crazy. good. It's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. And so I, I mean, I, I agree that you think that they're they don't know who the guy is, but I think that they kind of have reason to because they have four guys averaging 20. Yeah, points no, I'm playoffs. not saying that. that's what I mean. Like, yeah, OK, you're OK. Like right now, Dr. Man, you're the coach of the Boston Celtics. Like and it's two minutes to go. Who's the guy? Jason Tatum. Really? I yeah, think it's not Jason Kimball Tatum. Walker. I think it's Jason Tatum. Yeah, personally, I Kimba just has been too in, in I I think that series, I think that if it comes down to I I think that it that's a very hard question though too because I think that if it comes down to who's going to make the right pass at the right time, I think it's Kimball Walker, but I think if it's like if I need a bucket, if I need two points, I just need a bucket and there's 20 seconds, 15 seconds left on the clock. Unless, I'm, giving, I'm giving it to Jason Tatum. Bam Adebayo is in front of the basket. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. And I, and my I'm thing not is like, that was that was yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that 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 block was that was a career block. You yeah, know what I mean? Was that was insane. that was an insane. That and was I think LeBron esque block. And I think that like probably 95 out of 100 times that that is a foul. Um, but probably. or but, a dunk on a poster or a poster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that Boston. I, I think that people have kind of like counted them out because they saw Miami win those two. But I think that this game three kind of like showed that Boston has a lot of heart and also can kind of find who that guy is late in the game. Um, I think that Marcus Smart is everything that Pat Beverly has ever dreamed that he could be. Yes. Oh, um, 100%. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. love we love Marcus Smart. He was on my fantasy team this year, and he really brought me home <laughs> this year multiple times. You know, you got guys like, uh, like Grant Williams, the big dude from Tennessee, Houston homegrown, thick boy. Um, out that here playing, thick. yeah, he's playing some great defense late. Um, you know, you love to see that Romeo Langford, Romeo Langford with one minute and one assist, really, cr- really contributing well in this series. Just <laughs> one minute to one assist. That's a great ratio. You love to see that, that he has nothing to do with this series. I just pulled that stat <laughs> earlier and just thought it was funny. Um, you don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> really don't truly don't. I'm just rambling here, but no, I just think this Boston Miami series is super fun. Honestly, like I could give two fucks about who wins this series. No, I just me like, either. I really don't yeah. care. Like yeah. I'm kind of rooting for the Heat a little bit, but like also I just think that this is such great basketball. And you know, after uh, some some upsets and stuff in the Western Conference, personally with the Rockets, but then also you know seeing the Clippers shit the bed after everyone you know thought they were hype and stuff. I just love to see a competitive Eastern Conference Finals that kind of has some meaning and kind of has some culture behind it and a little bit of like just some pizzazz a little bit. I don't know how razzle dazzle some little razzle dazzle. I just don't know how else to word it, but I just love that Eastern Conference Finals means something this year. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, well, first time without LeBron and well, a couple years, but yeah. 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 All right. That's a good break time. Um, do we want to do, uh, sneakers? Let's, uh, let's do a little sneaker check. Unless Um, you have sneaker news. I have a, I have a small bit of sneaker news. So there was a, there was a little bit of a shock drop on sneakers app that we missed. Hot about it. We missed guys. Um, so I missed on the fragment threes, uh, and we all missed and it was, uh, it was a hard day. Well, I didn't miss. I just, (laughs) yeah, we forgot. Yeah. (laughs) They they forgot. I missed. Um, but you know, but that, even that, if we had gotten that, I think we would have sold them. Yeah, they're they're reselling for about seven hundred bucks, so I probably would have resold yeah, them. Sorry, honestly. dude, I wouldn't have. Given Tbh, them to yeah. you. Tbh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, the LeBron 18s shock dropped on sneakers app, and they look pretty nice. There were some really I'm cool. I'm a fan. 
Um, there's some really cool, uh, there's actually, uh, some, some tech specs that are coming out, you know, with, the he has like a dual air max unit in there. Um, the biggest max air unit in the heel that's ever happened in a, in a Nike shoe, which, which is super cool. His last year's shoe. Too. Which last year. Yeah. So they're just increasing that like max, but it's like just in the heel this time, as opposed to like a full length max air max unit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, some really cool tech in these shoes. Really like them. There was also a drop of a cross section of a Jordan 35, which I, I put currently play in the 34. So I was really hyped about that. Um, it looks similar in cross section there. The midfoot is a, is a little bit different, but there's still like the full air max unit in the forefoot and there's a bigger air max unit in the heel. Um, and it looks like the, the front and the corner in the ankle area of the shoe is like a little bit more sturdy, which I like a little bit because mine have currently ripped. And so I'm looking for a new pair of basketball <laughs> shoes. Um, but yeah, so that's a little bit of NBA sneaker news. That's really all I had. Not a lot of heat out there. Jeremy Grant still wearing the Indigo 12. It's just like Dylan has. <laughs> so don't, weird, man. I don't, have, don't know how he's pl- the bronze don't know how he's playing in those. Yeah, um, I, I have those and they're like pretty to look at and fun to wear, but they have no, they have stability in all the wrong places and <laughs> no cushion in all the wrong places. So. Yeah. So I'm I'm a, I, st- I don't know what it is. I don't know what sort of like face blindness I have for these LeBron 18s, but I cannot get a read on them. Like, Every angle I show, they show. I'm like, I'm about to. Maybe I don't. I'm gonna buy them anyway because I'm like, it's the only way to get to look at them. I guess. That's they're, true. They're, they're That's playing true. chess on me, not checkers. But yeah, um, I don't like that colorway that's coming out. Yeah, um, the James Gang colorway. It's just too, even too much. for me. It's too many colors. Yes, yeah. but uh, I will definitely buy not a pair of LeBron me. 18s no matter what. Um, I'll just wait and see a colorway I like. But yeah, uh, tonight I'm wearing my uh, Jordan 11 breads. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad that he, he laid those on the table when he got here and I was like, good, because I was about to wear those tonight. So glad I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm wearing the Jordan five fire red, the, uh, May 2020 release. So, and I am wearing the LeBron 17 lows, 17 lows looking good. All right, y'all. So that was sneaker check. That was the first half of this podcast. We're going to take a little break and then we will be right back at you with some more NBA knowledge. The more I hear that, the more I love it. The more it sounds like Crawdaddy singing it. <laughs> I think it might. Do we need to have my own was version? Is that you? <laughs> we might need Maybe. to. We might need to get in the studio. I mean, <laughs> you guys are saying that like it can't actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, my yeah. biggest dream. Intro for next week is we might have to actually get Crawdaddy in the studio to <gasps> sing Round Ball Rock, which that's what that's called, in case you guys were wondering. And speaking of Round Ball Rock, transition. We got a little segment for you guys uh, called. The Extra NBA Season Awards. Ooh. All right. All right. So um, this week, the final NBA Season Awards came out. You know, we found out that John Mar- don't agree with. We don't agree with. We found out John Moran was Rookie of the Year. You know, that, that came back a while ago. Found out Giannis was Defensive Player of the Year. Meh. And that we're not a big fan of. Uh, we found out this week that Giannis Antetokounmpo has won the 2019-2020 MVP. It's very unfortunate. Uh, lots of controversy, which we'll talk a little bit about the voting probably after this segment. 
Um, but I have a little bit of extra NBA season awards. Um, so there, I have two extra awards. I'm very excited to award to um, some very important individuals in the NBA. Um, so yeah, we can uh, we can cue the music. And the first extra NBA season award, um, we're going to call this the Jason Statham School for Rehabilitation Award. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm not going to take credit for this, uh, but there's a great podcast called Villains with Shea Serrano. If you haven't listened to it, it's incredible. Go check it out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to stuff. Um, I've talked about some of his books out here. He's a New York Times bestselling author. Of basketball and other things and rap the rap year book um, oh, yeah. and now movies and other things uh great author anyway he has a a really great uh this podcast villains is it's about great movie villains like chong lee from Bloodsport, regina george from mean girls just some great villains and he has a segment called jason statham school for rehabilitation where he talks about <laughs> if the villain is redeemable in any way so we're going to talk about some nba villains and if they are redeemable Ooh. in any way. so Like Kevin Durant? Um, that's a good one. Crawdaddy, why don't you go ahead? And, I'm going to let you go ahead and lead this one, okay? So Kevin Durant. Uh, is Kevin Durant redeemable as an NBA villain? I think so now that he's on the Nets. If he stayed on the Warriors, I would say no. But now that he's on the Nets, granted he is with Kyrie, but Kyrie's a head case and kind of a wild card. So he's probably going to have to pull a lot of weight next season. Um but yeah, we'll see. I think I think so. I would uh I would argue and say that I think that KD is still a villain because I think that going from one team to from one super team to one other concocted super team from another is not a a rehabilitated villain move. I would say that that you know would be like the Joker deciding that he's not going to be part of the Joker anymore and deciding to go join Two-Face. True. Um, and but, so, but yeah, I, say I, don't, I don't agree with that. I would <laughs> say since Kyrie's such – he's just a head case in Wild Garden. This past season, he's just been injured a bunch. Uh, Has he been, though? <laughs> yeah, he played a bunch. <laughs> the hates I, I, Kyrie. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that he has not played a bunch, but I'm going to say that he has not been injured a bunch. Okay, I don't – they say that he's been injured. Yeah, I'm here to say I don't I don't think he's been hurt really. Yeah. yeah. I may be hurt in the head a little bit. Maybe, I don't know. But I'm just saying I think KD's gonna have to pull most of the weight with the Nets. Dylan, what's your opinion on this KD as a rehabilitated villain? Man, I struggle with KD because, you know, he's a lifetime longhorn. Uh hook him. That's true. Hook, hook him. One horns. and done. But yeah, I have a lot of problems with his persona and his choices. Yeah. And I don't blame him for wanting to get out of Oklahoma City. I really don't. Um Granted, and I, I'm anyone. not the kind of he wants to get out of Oklahoma You know, Chuck City. talked about this last night about Giannis, which is, you know, Giannis is 25, and there's a lot of pressure on him to, you know, you haven't won a ring. You got to go somewhere and win a ring. And he was saying, you yeah. know, I hope he doesn't. I hope he does what Dirk did. I hope he does what, you know, I mean, Kobe's different because he won young, very young. But, um, you know, stay with your team. Build something. Do what Michael did. Do what yeah. um, Dirk did. Build something with your team. You know, Michael Jordan was 28, first championship he won. He yeah. was, lost a lot got close to in the playoffs and got beat multiple times. And, and, uh, but, um, so I get the pressure on these guys to win rings. Um, however, I understand the idea that you should just stay with a team that you were, that won you in an auction is weird. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, it's yeah. Like, yeah. It's a business. None of us do that. Right. Like, yeah, you don't, that's not fair to say like, you're just stay there, man. Sorry. Yeah. Like, no, go play, do what you want to live your life, man. Do what you want to do. However, 
everybody in the universe recognized that it was a bitch ass move to sign oh, with yeah. the Warriors. Like it just was, man. True. They won seventy three games, and then they had you. They had you. Like yeah, yeah. Um, so because they blew a three one lead in the finals to LeBron, LeBron James. Um, so I'm, I'm conflicted about Katie, and I also think Katie has leaned into this villain thing too. Yeah, yeah. Like he was kind of like the second best, always, always second best LeBron, second draft, you know, pick. Mm-hmm. Second in MVP voting all these years, always behind, always losing to LeBron, always in the shadow of LeBron because LeBron's been the guy. Um, in the Which NBA. rightly so. Sure, but he's always been sort of like, I mean, dude, let's let's just be real. Kevin Durant is unbelievably talented. Absolutely. There's he's two guys in good. the history of the NBA who have his size, athleticism, and skill, and they're Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis, which yeah. we'll talk about later. But being that big, that skilled, that athletic, it's incredible. But he, he has leaned into this villain thing. So I'm going to say... No, because he wants this is the way he wants it. He yeah, he doesn't want to be the good guy anymore. He doesn't care. He got his two rings, and I think now he's just like, I'm gonna win as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that he has rebuil- rehabilitated himself at all. So I don't oh, think that he I don't qualifies. think he's re- rehabilitated yet. I think he can be. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't I, know what he it's not in Brooklyn though, because that's yeah. not well, where would he be? Where would it be? If, if he would have gone to the Knicks, honestly, that would have yeah, worked. True. Okay. If he would have brought the Knicks back from like being terrible for even, so long. Even just making them relevant, even if he doesn't win a championship, you know? But yeah, also totally, the same yeah. Time, making them relevant, yeah. At the same time, part of me is like, I'm glad he didn't because I kind of want James Dolan to sell the team because I think he's run that team into the ground. Yeah, that's fair. So, All right. I think the NBA would be better if the Knicks were good, but I don't see it happening yeah. anytime soon. They cannot get out no. of their own way. But it would have been It's great. like Jerry Jones with the Cowboys. Yeah. The Knicks will never be good with James Dolan as the ownership. I don't know. The, the Cowboys won two Super Bowls with Jerry Jones, so he's got some precedent. But I, I but hear, you. Anything I hear you. Yeah, you know, I hear you. But Football. Yeah. Foosball. <laughs> Dr. Man's like, I, too, I don't know anything about football. I blacked football. out for 10 seconds. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, so my next uh, uh, candidate for the Jason Statham School for Rehabilitation Award is Marcus Morris. So Marcus Morris. No, uh, no, no. no. Uh, yeah, That's a, he, no. He's been known as kind of dirty in the NBA. He stepped on Lucas' hurt ankle and got ejected yeah, from a game no. in the Dallas series. Uh, multiple dirty fouls on Jokic. We're saying th- that he is I not. I think you can stop now. He, he's, <laughs> he's not able to be re- rehabilitated. Also, here's no. the other thing. There's a, literally a clone of him. That's true. Who yeah. exists, who is not dirty. So yeah. That's true. So no. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good case. There's a good case. <laughs> no. No. There's another. There's an, another of him in the NBA that is not dirty. So, yeah, I think that's a good case. All right. Um, we're about to get real controversial here. Um, Pat Bev. Is he no. Re- is he, could he be rehabilitated? And here, here's my thing. So I say yes. I am anti-Pat Bev. I sent a 007 picture in our group chat <laughs> that said, uh, Pat Bev, I'm 007, and I edited it to say 0.067 turnovers. Yep. Um, we give him a lot of shit in this podcast. He did bow out of the playoffs very gracefully this year. Um, I think on the Rockets, he was a very likable human and a very likable player. And so I think that on a team that For is a Rockets not, fan, yes. Um, I think that I, I think that other people liked him too. I think they liked his hard nosed okay. defense. I think they thought he was a hard worker. He was a hard worker. Um, I think that on a team, not the Clippers, that he could possibly, possibly be redeemable. So, uh, so th- I mean, that's a thought. What are your thoughts on that, Dylan? Yeah, his problem is that he doesn't do enough to talk the way he does. Yes, that's his biggest problem. So Correct. If, if he tones it down, uh, fine. And and he works best on a team that underachieves or yeah. overachieves. Sorry. So like on the Clippers last year, where they didn't have anybody superstar really, and they played the Warriors well. 
and he did a good job yeah, and him fair, and Trez yeah. had a good series and Lou will like, that's where he is sort of likable, like, Oh, underdog. Good for them. Yeah. But on a team like the Clippers where they're like touting it and you know, the video that him and Lou will posted when they got PG and Kawhi last year, just instantly like talking shit, like, um, in a casino or something. And they were just like, you know, like it's over. Don't talk to us. That doesn't work. That's yeah. not his skill set because he doesn't have anywhere near the production to back it up. Nope. So yeah. he works best. Yeah, I mean, he just got to shut up, frankly. I mean, that's the yeah. best way for him if rehab he, is if, to shut up. If he shut up, then yes. If and he like the clowning on the bench, man, that's my other thing. Like, you can root, root for your team all you want, man. Like, that's – and that's like our rule here is like root for your team, you know, like – and we play very not competitive league basketball, you know, yeah. <laughs> when this – then there's not a pandemic. And that's our thing. Like root for your own team, cheer on your own team, cheer for them, cheer for your boys, clap when they do well, but you don't clown other people when they do bad. That's just Absolutely, a, that's yeah. just a rule, man. You don't clown the other team when they do bad. You cheer for your team as hard as you can. And that's what he does, man. That's why people don't like them. It's like they clown people. And like clowning Dame Lillard, who's 5,000% better basketball player oh, than Pat Bev has ever Absolutely. been. So Wherever I think, yeah, I, honestly, my answer is yes. He's got to be the right situation and he's got to shut up. Okay. All right. I got one more candidate for this, and I think it's going to be just as controversial. Joel Embiid. All right. So here's <laughs> here's my here's my case. Here's my case for Joel Embiid. All right. Listen. Hold on. Okay. So he got knocked out of the playoffs first round, right? Um, mm-hmm. He has remained very quiet during the playoffs. He has normally been a loud mouth. He, even when he gets knocked out, he talks shit. He is constantly in other people's business. He's constantly picking fights in the NBA. I feel like that this year something has happened and he's kind of matured a little bit. Totally agree. Okay. He has been able to remain very quiet in these playoffs. The only, I mean, the only thing was when Jimmy Butler hit that shot and he said, if like he's, he's literally like criticizing his franchise a little yeah. bit yeah. and saying like, Hey, look, like you missed the opportunity to sign this guy that probably oh, yeah. could have taken us somewhere. Um, if you look back on his post game interviews this year, uh, just in the, in the bubble and in the playoffs, uh, he took a lot of responsibility for those losses. Like he was very, on top of his, you mean all four games? Yeah, but he was very on top of his ability to un, to uh, understand how he contributed to those losses. Um, so, if you guys agree, my nominee for this award for the Jason Statham School for Re- Rehabilitation Award is Joel Embiid. I agree. I, I honestly, mean, out of yeah. all four of those, yes, because I he's another guy I really couldn't stand years before because, like, yeah, like you said, a lot of the talking, a lot of the Picking fights he didn't need to be picking. When they're winning, he's clowning. When they're Eating losing, Big Macs on the training table. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, when they're winning, he's clowning and doing all the things. And when they're losing, he doesn't have much to say, which yeah. is, you know. I mean, granted, also, too, I never really saw him as a villain because, granted, he was drafted by the Sixers. He's still with them. Um, and a lot of the, what he was doing, like off the court, seemed more of the like entertainment kind of thing. Rather than just being, I feel like that leans into the villain a little bit. Is like yeah, if you're trying to play, bit. if you're trying to play a persona yeah. outside of basketball, I feel like that leans into the villain a little bit. But especially like if you're he, trying to pick fights, he's kind of like a chihuahua. Like he's got a lot of bark, but hasn't done anything. So it's like, oh, that's funny. Whatever, Joe. Yeah, I fucking hate chihuahuas though. I I, I, <laughs> I put them up as villains. So All right, fair enough. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So I think that we should give this award to Joel Embiid. Congratulations, Joel Embiid. I totally agree. Yeah. On the Jason good, Statham School thing. for Rehabilitation yeah, Award. All um, right. I think if he stays, he's got to stay there. And they got to figure it out. 
Um, they gotta get rid of Al Horford somehow. Well, I don't know they're kind of stuck. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, for real. But uh, yeah, I, that's a really good. Uh, that's a good pull. Um, I think he's. I agree with you. I think I've seen something different. I think or he's maybe been, the Grizzlies. He goes to the Grizzlies. <laughs> we would love it, but we would love it a lot. Um, I. I mean, James Harden could go to the 76ers. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, Simmons for Simmons and two first round picks. Simmons can't. Harden. We literally don't have two first round picks. No, I mean, Simmons and two of the 76ers first round picks for Harden. That would recover. Some Simmons first round can't. Picks, That's a thing that though. happened, and I'm just gonna say it. It's. I don't want. I'm not saying yes or no, but it could happen. Oh, and you got to prepare yourself. If you put that, if you the put ben that in Simmons. the universe, and then it happens, I'm gonna physically fight you. Yeah, I'm about to Bro, roll out Ben and Simmons it. and Ben Lamacklemore. Oh my and, god. Oh man! If we have Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook on the floor, we'll be the least efficient team in the <laughs> Billy Donovan yeah, be... as your head coach. <laughs> oh, get the fuck! That out of would here. be bad. That'd be, uh, that's a train wreck right there. No, I God. totally agree with the Joel. I mean, I think he's been humbled. He seems a little bit different. He seems to kind of get it. Like that's not, you know, this is not given. You got to earn it. And he's sort of been coasting by on his ability and charm, and thought eventually we'll just get over the hump. And now they're trending backwards. And I think yep. he's yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, I got one more award. So um, if you guys have watched any of the Star Wars movies, um, oh, so, so Yoda from Star Wars, um, he's old and very frail in the originals. And green. Uh, he, he is green. He's small. Um, he's very Too frail. Small. You know, Luke Skywalker has to carry him around on his back. Um, but in the prequels, dude is very springy. Oh, yes. He, so um, just like Yoda... The Yoda Award this year will go to the old dude who is out here clapping cheeks, putting in work. <laughs> um, so LeBron. The, so the old dude award. So I have two candidates for this. LeBron is is one. Okay, it's so LeBron. He, so he's old. He's putting in work. I right. know your feelings on the subject. Yeah, for sure. Crocton. We know. We know. <laughs> Absolutely. So LeBron is averaging twenty six points, ten rebounds, nine assists, one block, and one steal in the playoffs. That is stupid. Wait, and how old is he? He's 35. Exactly. Um, yeah, so no, that's incredible. And that's why I'm saying he, he's like Yoda. He's out here clapping cheeks. He's putting in work, all right? Um, but I have another candidate that I want to just talk about a little bit, mostly because of his his, his exponential leap as an old man, uh, just like Yoda was, where Yoda was, wearing, was using a cane to walk and then all of a sudden pulled out his lightsaber and... Are you uh, going to let us guess? Font Count Dooku. Uh, yes, who, who do you think it is? All right, give give. Oh no, I'm not looking. I want to guess. All right, first, just narrow it down. Easter is this Easter? West? It is an Eastern Conference player. It's not Vince Carter, is it? What are you talking about in the playoffs? Right? Oh, in the sorry. playoffs. Sorry, my baby, my baby. Hmm. He is on the Miami Heat. Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic. Uh, Goran Dragic. Well, you said clapping cheeks, and I'm like, I don't know if Goran Dragic has an ass. Uh, <laughs> he he may not. He he's may a skinny not. Skinny white boy. He's yeah. a very he skinny white boy. But he old. He's 34 years old. He's playing the best basketball and I've ever seen him play. He yeah. is out here clapping cheeks. All right. He's uh, 21 four and four with one steal, and he is legitimately leading the Miami Heat to through the Eastern Conference Finals and potentially to the NBA Finals and. Uh, he's currently the highest scoring player on the on the Miami Heat. He did have a bad game in Game Three, but like Game One and Game Two against Boston, he plays some incredible on ball defense. He's playing some excellent offense. Um, he's moving the ball around really well. So um, he's another candidate. So I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on on those two. LeBron. 
Yeah, we know the tiebreaker. We know. Well, yes. granted, okay, what's LeBron's stats? Uh, he is 26, 10, and 9 with the block and the steal. His stats are, are greater. Okay. I'll give you that. Well, no, so like for anyone, like any age, is that, are those good stats for playoff? Well, yes, but I, okay, but that's but, my, but that's my case. I hear you, but but also you have to think about uh, like what is expected of LeBron versus Goran Dragic. I think because okay, what well, is yeah. what the, is expected out of Yoda is wisdom, but then all of a sudden he starts pulling out a lightsaber and starts clapping cheeks. All right? <laughs> I would say, I would say never sh- underestimate Yoda. So. Start, starts beating the shit out of Count Dooku. All right, so like that's my that's my thing. All right. Uh, so, I still think that it's LeBron. I'm just trying to think of the most Yoda. Too much love for person. LeBron you have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How accurate. I I kind of get what you're, what you're putting down, Dr. Man, which is that we we expect this from LeBron. True. And that is yeah. so it's like it's not that surprising. Um, but it's still very surprising. It is. But also the Goran Dragic thing is amazing because this is, like I said, literally the best basketball he's ever played. Absolutely. That's true. In year, what is he in? Like twelve? Uh, Wait, should this in be four- like the Benjamin Button word? Uh, he's in <laughs> yeah. year year fourteen. So yeah, he's playing better than he ever has. LeBron is not playing. He's playing as good as, not necessarily better. Yeah, he's not um, playing his best, but he's playing at a very high level. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, I, I, LeBron needs to. There's one LeBron award LeBron deserves, and it's the best player in basketball MVP. for the past fifteen years. <laughs> so uh, no, that's this is Goran Dragic. I mean, you want to give it to, Le- to Rajon Rondo? Sometimes I, I definitely I considered him for this, <laughs> but he's not. No, I, he's not doing what Goran he's, Dragic. He's just doing. not yeah. quite on Goran Dragic's no, level. He's not. He's yeah, not. for sure. So I feel like there was only two people that were really in this conversation. Um, I also looked at Paul Millsap, but he was just like eight, <laughs> eight points, not really out there. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that uh, majority rules, Crawdaddy. I think that we're gonna have to give this one to, to Goran Dragic, um, just because, just because I think LeBron James definitely uh, deserves the MVP uh, over Giannis. And well, I think th- Yoda's also the MVP, so I don't, I don't know. Which, I think Benjamin Button is more of the uh, award you're looking for. I don't know, I don't know, but uh, Goran Dragic uh, in this case wins the Yoda Award. Also, uh, you could be like, hey, Crawdaddy, what you want for dinner? <laughs> LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Hey, uh, Pizza. Hey, Crowdy, Crowdy, uh, what's the weather outside? Have you looked outside there at all lately? <laughs> LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, 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 LeBron James, LeBron James. All right, sir, we um we have your shoes here. Uh, just what what size did you need? <laughs> LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. All right, hey. it's a healthy, beautiful baby girl. All right, what do you want? Uh, does, she, does she have a name? LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Hey, could I, you I, just? I, uh, uh, never mind. I'm sorry. We're, I, we got to end this segment. I did. Na- I did give my dogs a middle name, and it's LeBron. Oh my god. Dogs with middle names. You hate Ace to see LeBron it. Just, Smith. Okay. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. The only reason a dog has a middle name is for moments like that where you exactly. can say, My dog's middle name is LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Um, yeah. So that was the extra NBA season awards. I uh, just thought it would be a fun little segment for us to cover it and just uh, highlight some wonderful NBA players like Joel Embiid, who's growing as an NBA player, and Goran Dragic, who is reversing time and jumping around with a lightsaber. Uh, metaphorically so and slicing through the NBA aka to count Dooku so um, yeah that's my little segment on extra NBA season awards all right so um, time has come jersey check oh <laughs> god daddy who do you think 
<laughs> Whose jersey are you wearing right LeBron now? LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. It's so fitting. It's so good. Um, I'm wearing the Mamba jersey. Oh, wow. Lebr okay. Wow. LeBron James. In, in honor of the win last night. Yep. I'm also wearing the, I guess the, actually the same just Don shorts from the original Mamba jersey. Nice. Very nice. All right. What kind of bullshit you got on today, <laughs> Bullshit. Get out of here. The Fabergé egg. I'm wearing a Portland, uh, a black um, Portland. This is the uh, association jersey, I believe. Um, yeah, the the black Portland association jersey. Number 33, Zach Collins. Uh, such a beautiful man. Fabergé egg. The Fabergé egg. We also, got to get yeah, it to catch on. Yeah, we're still, we really we're, we're still petitioning basketball reference to add the Fabergé egg to his, <laughs> uh, his nickname. Um, I'm, I'm fine with it at this point, you know? Um, this is actually my wife requested me to buy this jersey for her because she loves Zach Collins so much. And so this is technically her jersey, but we wear sort of the same size. She just wears like a too big too big of a jersey. Um, and so I'm wearing it currently. So this is the, yeah, Zach Collins Association jersey. Just like your wife, you wear it like a sleep shirt. You don't have any pants on. <laughs> right? Yeah, no pants at all. Yeah, no none. pants. Yeah. What are pants? Uh, I have my Vancouver Grizzlies <gasps> Ooh. Brandon Clark jersey. Fresh. Very fire. Future uh, all all second team NBA Brandon Clark. Put yeah, second, second team's fair. Put second it out there. Fair. Yeah. Put it out there, man. Yeah, he's nasty. He's very nice. Um, like definitely going to be on our NBA 2K21 franchise teams for sure. Yep. 1,000%. Yeah. 1,000%. Also, this is this jersey has so many different colors. You just can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like if you, wear, if you wear literally black and any other color, you'll probably hit this Vancouver jersey on the head. Yeah, yep. these are nasty. And I just said I want to get a John Morant Vancouver Grizzlies jersey, and Crawdaddy said, oh, me too, and I'm fighting I, him right now. I I'm said, planting my flag on the ground. If you get one, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> So, yeah, if you hear that uh, Crawdaddy's wearing a John Morant jersey in the jersey check later on, then... Um, so, in two weeks when Crawdaddy's been replaced... <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know why. You know why. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, Dylan, I'm running out of segments here. You know? This has been such a fun week in the NBA. Been, I'm like... Man, we have just so much. Um, wait, yeah. we haven't we haven't gone over really the in-depth the awards. We haven't really covered... I mean... Well, we MVP. haven't talked about... Yeah. 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 Yeah, so Giannis... Uh, Giannis well, slander. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo was named the MVP. Which is um, bullshit! Uh, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> bullshit! Um, oh, my gosh. Peaking. Good Sorry. Lord. <laughs> I'm going to have to do some serious editing on Crawdaddy's <laughs> microphone to try and get that... Don't uh, care! Just trying to make your ears not bleed, listeners. So, um, yeah, uh, we are very torn here on Waltz to the Death about... This Giannis MVP, just because honestly, we don't feel like he deserved it. I think that he was great in the regular season. I think that there were yep. players that were better. I think that the there has been some releases of who voted for what and how what the places Ooh. were. Um, and I'm here to I'm I'm gonna plant my flag. I said James Harden was the MVP. I think that LeBron James also had a great case for MVP. I'm I'm fine with that if you know it was came down between the two. There were 17 individuals that did not name James Harden in the top five, which is fucking what? fucking bullshit. What? I'll, I'll say. Yeah, that's bad. That's, that's bad. really dumb. Bill Simmons is one of them. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're an idiot. Um, Go and, away. <laughs> and I'm sorry, but I like a lot of your stuff that you do. Shouts out uh, to, to the rewatchables. I listen to it a yeah, lot. I like rewatchables. And, uh, but you made a mistake there. So 
Big time. Um, but yeah, I we're we're a little a little hot that Giannis won the MVP. Oh my this gosh, year. so dumb. So we talked about this a lot, and I think it just comes down to what is this award? Who is it yep. for? Who deserves it? Um, you know, people have really good years. Yeah, LeBron uh, has always been the best has for the past. I don't know, what is 10, 15. 15 years Yeah, has been probably the best player in basketball. Now, guys have had better years. James Harden last year. You want to give it to James Harden? Yeah. Give it yeah. To, he had the best year. I'll take that all day. The year Russell Westbrook won it, his team was trash, but he averaged a triple-double. It's yeah. hard to not That's true. say, okay. But they were the sixth seed, too, which is wild. And I just think, you know, I don't know. It's I think, too, like there's fatigue. Like people get tired of like oh, people LeBron are just like James. LeBron. Oh, oh, tired. LeBron. I'm like, oh, ugh, no. You know, yeah, um, but it's pretty silly if you watch basketball and you watch the games. I think it's hard to not. It's it's this weird thing of the best player on the best team has always been the kind of the rule. Yeah, and that's just really silly. The other thing too is like look at Anthony Davis in New Orleans. Grant Anthony Davis is very good at basketball, but he never paid past the first round. Yeah, he got swept by the Blazers, and so yeah. the fact that and now that he's on with LeBron. They're in the Western Conference Finals. Like, AD is a great player. Don't get me wrong. But LeBron just makes his – he just wills his team to win playoff series. And, like, just – they just are always at the top of the top of the list of best teams usually. Yeah, I mean, again, like, the, the what is most valuable? What does that mean to you? Does it mean, like, James Harden where you're like, okay, let's just, like, bloop, bloop, blop on our calculator and, like, <laughs> the numbers – Yes, inject, uh, inject that shit know, in my and veins. And the numbers come out on Scantron and, like, well, that's – be, James Harden has put the most numbers into the spreadsheet, so he wins. Yeah. No, yep. that's not it. Do you want to just the narrative of like, oh, Giannis is young and blah, 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 and they're really good? No, like it's got to be a combination of, to me, statistics, winning, and eyeballs. Like yeah. you got to have a balance of all three. I don't think Giannis makes his team better. I think that's Bud's job in the Bucks. I think Bud is, is the one who's – getting everyone to play together and well. I don't know. I think that's a little naive. I think that Giannis on any team will contribute and be make their team better because he's incredible as a player, but I don't think that he is the most valuable no, no, player. No. What I'm just, saying, I'm not saying like that he doesn't make the team better. I'm just saying like he doesn't instill like the level of standard that you're like, hey, this is the level of standard I expect all of y'all to work towards. All right, so let's just let's just cut it. Let's do it this way. Cardetti, what does it mean to be the most valuable player? If you don't have him, then you don't have a chance of winning the championship. Like, complete, like, ev- from every facet of the game. Dr. Man, what does it mean to be the most valuable player? I would say just because of the criteria that's laid on most valuable player right now, it's not including the playoffs. So I would not say that it involves a championship. I think that it involves that if the player is removed from the – I'm going to say the word equation. You guys are going to fucking roast me for this. <laughs> but if the player is removed from the equation, then uh, that's... <laughs> Look at this graph! <laughs> Damn it, I knew it. Um, if that, if the, it. that player is removed from the equation, then the team has uh, significantly more losses yeah. than their current uh, win-loss ratio. Yeah, and so I said it, but it's to me, it's a combination in all, it's a triangle, right? In equal parts of winning statistics. You, That's, you know it, always, <laughs> always a triangle. The strongest shape found in nature. 
It's true. All right. Winning statistics and uh, narrative eyeballs, whatever you want to call it, you know? Um, And to me, that's the most complete kind of way to like look at the awards because it gets everything like got to put up good numbers. Yeah. Your team has to be good. Yeah. And you got to like watch the games. And exactly. And this is not just me being a homer, but like to me, it's like, well, then it's LeBron. Like he's yeah. the best player of basketball. He puts up, he's put a, he put up really good numbers this year. It's not like he didn't put up good numbers. Yeah. And, he's and his team won. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and as a, as a Rockets fan who advocated on our, our end of season awards for James Harden as the MVP. And I still think that it was a, it was a solid argument that I made. I, LeBron is the one person that I would not be sad about edging yeah. out James Harden as an MVP because statistically he made an incredible case. And, you know, like you said, if you think about the triangle, like eyeball test and win percentage, you know, the best record in the West, uh, almost the best record in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, LeBron passes the eye test all day, every day. Oh, easily. You know, um, I think that like with he Harden, gets people like J.R. Smith, they actually play basketball. And and I, I think if you if you do that same triangle with James Harden, you know, I think that statistically he is the most valuable player. You know, I think that he definitely passes the eye test. I think win percentage uh, is definitely affected by the roster that was around him at the beginning of the season where a lot of injuries with the Rockets and stuff like that. So I think that if we're looking at that from the, your perspective, then I think that we definitely, I think that LeBron definitely edges James Harden in that aspect. And yeah, so I think LeBron was definitely the one person that I would not be sad about if he edged James Harden for the most valuable player. And so I, I, I agree. I think that, uh, Giannis is is definitely third in my opinion. Oh yeah, easily. Uh, I, I I think that saying that he is not a great player and not doesn't contribute contribute to a team, his team and that he's not the most valuable player on the Bucks is very naive to say. Yeah, but I think that he is definitely not the most valuable player in the league personally. Yeah, to me it also comes down to it was his to lose and he didn't yeah. lose it. So it's like, True. but that's not how it works, you know? Like yeah. Every yeah. season's got to happen kind of on its own. Mm-hmm. And I also, I, I don't think that LeBron, the age thing, that's not a factor to me, right? Like, True. Yeah. you got to take that out of the equation. I don't care if he's 19 okay. or 20 or 39. That's just like for the award, right? Yeah, because yeah, we yeah. don't give people, there's not a geriatric award. Yeah, that's just not a There thing. is a Yoda award, actually. Well, yeah, we just invented it, and it's the Yoda <laughs> award, and so shout out to us. But no, I, I, I think that if you take the age out of it, it doesn't matter if he's 29 no, yeah. or 19. Um, it's so, incredible what he's doing at any yeah. age. And again, like I just think it was Giannis's to lose, and he didn't. They had the best record in the league, and so it was like, well, here you go, you know. Um, yeah. Which is, oh well, you know, we, so we did disagree on him. a lot of these things. I did. Also, him winning also defensively the year is just really stupid. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Just, true. I did like appreciate him in rarefied air, and I don't think he. Oh no, deserves that yet. No, absolutely not. Um, I did appreciate him saying like, "Hey, don't come in MVP until I won a championship." Great, but at the same time. You still won the MVP. I don't know, you still man. That's, award, I feel so. like that's some rhetoric. Like, yeah. you know, that's like that's. If I was in his case, it's I'd like be James like James Harden saying we're going to win a ring this year. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's not real. It's not. Oh, for sure. Get the fuck. <laughs> <out of here. laughs> but the uh, other thing too is LeBron getting sixteen out of the hundred votes, like for first place. Like, what are you people watching? Yeah, that's, we, might not, we might need to do a deep dive maybe next time, or maybe when the season's over and we have just like we need. Yeah, to, you know come up with stuff, but we kind of, on the text thread the other day, we went down on kind of a little bit of an MVP rabbit hole of like, there's been a lot of years when it's been suspect. Oh, yeah. Very. I mean, the two years Steve Nash won it, uh, his numbers weren't, I mean, he led the league in assists, but he had like 15 points a game. Yeah. Like, there's a man named Kobe Bryant who was like putting up 35 points a game. Yep. And willing a bad team. Um, There's been years when LeBron probably should have won it. Anyway, so. 
That might be a fun deep dive is yeah. alternate MVPs. Yeah. LeBron yeah. LeBron probably should have won it eight of the last ten years. The other two, Russ and Harden. Yeah. Last year, yeah. He he didn't play thirty yeah. games last year. Yeah. Last year he shouldn't have the year before that. Russ played great. But all those years before he should I mean KD deserves it. Like I think the years KD won. That's fair. But Derek Rose, like the year he won, yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, come yeah. on, dude. But then towards ACL, like the next game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that just like looking at the at the voting is very evident of how the media people definitely don't kind watch of, the games. Yeah, people just I don't know if it's that they don't watch the games or that they're just very skewed towards certain games and not watching other games, or if they're like biased by their coworkers in the media. Um, but yeah, it's just very unfortunate just because the you know, like that said, I said earlier, like 70 people not putting James Harden in the top five. Like anyone who like I pick up off the street would say that James Harden is the top five player in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Especially like, in a year where Steph Curry and Kevin Durant are not playing basketball. Exactly. Or, sorry, yeah. uh, Steph, uh, Kevin Durant and relevant. They're Clay relevant. Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Kevin Durant, Kelly Thompson, Steph Curry was out for most of the year. Kyrie's, you know, in and out. Not the really. out. <laughs> Kyrie, like, who knows know. where he is? Yeah, exactly. So like there, there's just not as many elite players in the NBA. Yeah. Like James Harden is... 110% in the top five conversation. And, it, and then, and I will physically fight you if you say otherwise. <laughs> um, and I so think we, it's a good idea. And I stand by. I stand by yes. all day. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's my thing is that I think that uh, the, the media voting, it, it kind of hurts it a little bit. Um, so I don't really know what the fix for that is. Maybe like coaches voting or like what that is. But uh, players but voting. Yeah. Well, once again, the triangle. Let media, yeah. coaches, players. What I mean. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Maybe that's the yeah. the answer. I and mean, there's a little bit of a fan vote, right? There's a fan vote that counts for one. Uh, it's like one media vote is like all the fans, right? Yeah. Or like five media votes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Um. All right. Well, let's. Yeah. We're we're we've, man, we've gone. Deep. Very yes. over. We did. We've, That's good. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, we've we've exhausted all of the all of the slander towards the Clippers. <laughs> we've exhausted a lot of content. Yeah, a lot of Honestly, content. I mean, it's crazy how much can happen in a week. Oh, for sure. Uh, Absolutely. NBA. So, uh, all right, we'll go around. Cry Daddy plugs. Watch and read and listening to anything. Ooh. Yeah, just uh, trying to get some sleep with my newborn. Yep. Staying staying sleeping. All right. <laughs> trying to. Trying to. Trying to. Trying um, to get her to sleep. Yeah. I, uh, ha- I've i been watching Raised by Wolves on Netflix. I mean, I'm sorry, on HBO Max as well. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, Ridley Scott, you know, who made Alien and, you know, a ton, ton of other great films. Uh, really great. Really wild. Still watching Lovecraft Country. Um, still listening to Whistleblower, the podcast. Um, it's uh, It's excellent. Um, so yeah, if you guys have not checked any of those things out, please check them out. Um, and if you don't like them, don't at me, <laughs> don't at me. Cause he doesn't have social media. Fair. Um, I also started raised by wolves and it's wild. It's so wild. And, uh, I had no spoilers, so I won't talk about it too much, but I'm going to need HBO max to be added to Roku so I can watch it. That sounds like a personal problem. To personal me. problem. <laughs> yeah, Thank it's you. really good. Um, and I've been watching hella NBA basketball. Yeah, so much in basketball. That. Although now it's kind of lightened up, and so it's like every other yeah. Well, now it's every other, now it's every day, but except um, for today. But yeah, that and I'm just enjoying the weather in Austin, Texas. Ooh, man. It's beautiful. Yes. beautiful. It's been like high mid 80s. It's wonderful. You can actually go outside and not melt. Not melt. It's been uh, really beautiful. Yeah, but, we worked uh, out today, and I barely sweated. 
barely sweet. Barely sweet. Sweet is sweated. Sweated. <laughs> yeah. But um, all right, we got plugs. That was it. Um, we'll be back in a in a week, three to ten days time. That's our- <laughs> who knows. <laughs> we're so knows? consistent out yep. here. Yeah, we're the James Harden of podcasts because you just never know. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. More like the Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. Any rocket that, you know, is inconsistent. Uh, and then we'll see you next time. and he was like are are you gay i mean that's fine if you are i was like no i'm not i just have terrible game thanks for bringing it up that's incredible your grandpa just thought you were gay yep (laughs) oh i'm so glad that i hit record while you said that boom Boom. roasted boom roasted boom roasted Boom, yep. roasted. Boom, roasted. Yep. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted.